Hello there, my name is Jessica, and you're tuned into the Sunshine Girl podcast, hosted by me. Now, in the next couple of minutes, we'll be delving into a world of candid advice, empowering insights, and real connections. Ready to light up your relationships? Let's get glowing. So in the early stages of a relationship, it's common for individuals to navigate through a learning curve as they get to know their partner better, right? And that's why today's video is important because there are a lot of people who get overly excited and tend to overlook the things that really matter that make relationships in the early stage. And so if you're willing to really work hard at seeing this relationship getting to or grow into something meaningful, then this is the video for you. So I'm gonna share seven common mistakes that men make during the early stages of the relationship. And I'll do that right now. The first thing is jealousy and possessiveness. So I know love can make you act crazy. So crazy to a point that you simply don't want to see her interacting with anyone else, talking to any guy, that kind of thing. I mean, if she's having too much fun elsewhere other than with you, your jealousy begins to boil within you like a volcano waiting to erupt. This is what if not managed carefully can become a two-edged sword. You can make an excuse and say, I love you so much and that's the reason I feel this way, but your excuse will only hold water for so long. Exhibiting overly jealous or possessive behaviors can be suffocating in a relationship. Take it from me. And trust me, in no time, you're going to start hearing things like, oh, you don't trust me and it hurts. Or if you bagged a feisty one, you can't tell me what to do. And that's where everything will begin to quickly head downhill, right? Now, trust is a foundational element of every healthy relationship. And when one partner constantly questions the other person's actions or feels the need to control their interactions, it erodes at that trust. Instead of acting on jealousy or possessiveness, it's crucial to cultivate that trust and security in the relationship. It involves communicating openly and honestly, actually, with your partner about your feelings and insecurities. It also means respecting each other's independence and giving each other the space to maintain that individuality that's necessary. By addressing any underlying insecurities or trust issues and fostering open communication, partners can strengthen their bond and create a more fulfilling relationship dynamic. The second mistake is trying to change your partner. Now, it's a common, common pitfall to enter into a relationship with intention of changing the other person. A lot of people do this, you know, attempting to change fundamental aspects of your partner's personality or interests will lead to resentment. A lot of people go into relationships knowing all too well that there are certain behaviors or patterns that they really do not like, right? Their partner's exhibiting this, it goes against their values and principles. Yet they make that bold decision to go into a relationship with them thinking that they can change them down the line. Or if they love them so much, they will change. Soon they get tired of complaining about the same thing over and over again. And before long, well, they throw in the towel. You see, trying to change your partner will lead to frustration. It will lead to resentment, right? Acceptance and appreciation for each other's unique qualities, including personality traits and interests, are key to a lasting, fulfilling relationship. So if you truly feel certain habits or behaviors don't sit well with you, then perhaps you shouldn't go into that relationship to start with, right? You can't change people. They can only change themselves. And mind you, if you force them to change when they're not ready, it will only result in a relapse further down the line when they get tired of pretending or they'll start hiding things from you. Now, either way, you lose. What I expect you to do is to encourage growth, 
and support changes that your partner wishes to make for themselves because it's a healthy thing to do. But trying to mold them into your ideal is not. Okay. Number three, the third mistake is moving too fast. Now there's this unwritten rule that when it comes to love or sex, the slower you go, the better. However, of course, this is never easy to remember or control. In fact, falling in love often feels like jumping without a parachute, without even thinking about the fact that maybe you're being a little too impulsive. What does it mean, though, to move too fast? It looks like this. The need to move fast in a relationship can mean a couple starts their life together a week after they met. A little later, they might choose to formalize the relationship and may even have a child. Unfortunately, it's often the case that these impulsive decisions turn into disagreements. Couples who move too fast may not have the time to develop important relationship skills like communication, conflict resolution. They'll need this down the line. These relationships can also be very stressful and overwhelming over time. If you're always arguing or feeling like you're on the verge of a breakup, it's not a healthy relationship. Rushing the relationship can put unnecessary pressure on both partners. It's important to allow that relationship to develop naturally and not to rush into extremely serious commitments or physical intimacy without mutual readiness. Both of you need to be at that point. The fourth mistake is comparing to exes. <laughs> and I get it, like, sometimes it's really hard. Like, it's extremely tempting to not make a comparison to your ex. However, they're more cons than pros, if you ask me, to this particular thing. I think that it makes comparing your ex to your current girlfriend a complete no-no. Comparing them is unhealthy because no two people are the same and should not be measured with the same yardstick. Bringing up past relationships or comparing uh, can create feelings of insecurity and inadequacy. Now, whether it's idealizing the past relationship or using it as a benchmark for your current one, such comparisons are harmful. Take it from me. They can make your partner feel inadequate, create unnecessary insecurity. So what you want to do instead is focus on the present relationship and approaching it for its unique qualities and the unique individual that you're with. It's important if you want to build a healthy, secure bond. The fifth mistake is not integrating into each other's lives. Now, while it's important to maintain independence, completely separating your life from your partners can also hinder your relationship's growth. And I know a couple that did this. Now they divorced. Gradually integrating into each other's social circles and interests will strengthen your relationship. Now, don't get me wrong, independence is a powerful thing. I talk about that on this channel a lot. But completely isolating from each other's lives will create distance between you. Sharing experiences, introducing each other to friends and hobbies, and finding common interests will strengthen that relationship. It doesn't mean losing your individuality, but rather finding a balance where both of you feel included, feel valued, right, in each other's worlds. That's all I'm saying. The sixth mistake is avoiding difficult conversations. Mm -hmm. Shying away from addressing important or difficult topics will only lead to unresolved issues down the line, right? Now, this avoidance often stems from, you know, fear of conflict or worry that such discussions will lead to hurt feelings or worse, a breakup. And it's valid. But you see, difficult conversations must certainly be had if there's going to be any true progress in your relationship. Conversations like future plans, commitments, like talking about where you both see the relationship going, including discussions about marriage, career goals, um, whether you want to have children, how many children, financial discussions like budgeting, spending habits, debt, financial goals, conversations about religion, 
um, ethical values, political beliefs, conversations about the role of the family in your life, extended family, how to handle family obligations, etc. I mean, it's essential to tackle challenges head on together. It's natural to want to avoid conflict, but avoiding challenging conversations will lead to unresolved issues and resentment in the future. Facing these discussions head on is the way to go. It will foster deep understanding, it will foster mutual respect, it will provide opportunities for growth and compromise between both of you. And onto the final mistake that men make in the early stage of the relationship, it's overlooking emotional intimacy. And that's point number seven. Focusing too much on physical connection, especially in the early stages, can lead to neglecting an important thing for women like emotional intimacy. And I know when you st first start dating, you're all over each other. And while physical attraction and intimacy are important aspects of a romantic relationship, they should not come at the expense of emotional closeness. So what does it entail, emotional closeness? It involves more than just sharing day-to-day -day experiences. It requires opening up about personal thoughts, fears, dreams, emotions in a way that is honest, is vulnerable, right? This level of sharing will foster a connection, creating that strong bond you're looking for. When emotional intimacy is overlooked, on the other hand, relationships will lack the depth, the, re the resilience that you need to navigate challenges and grow stronger over time. When you prioritize emotional connection, and ensure that it grows alongside physical intimacy, you can create a more balanced, fulfilling relationship. The balance allows both of you to feel seen, heard, understood, valued for who you are, not just for the physical connection you share, but, you know, everything else. And to build that emotional intimacy, you need to listen, you need to offer support. It means being present, physically and emotionally, making time for deep conversations that may not always be comfortable, Emotional intimacy is nurtured through consistent, open channels of communication and the willingness to share and receive without judgment. Emotional intimacy cannot be taken for granted, guys. Look beyond the sex. She's hot. She's, you know, I, she's got everything that I want. There's so many more sides to engaging with a woman that you love that will strengthen your relationship and bring you guys closer together. I hope that if you are in a new relationship and you're watching this video, these insights will help you navigate your relationship and of course will end up where both of you are hoping that it will. And who knows, maybe you can even throw me a wedding invitation in the future. And that wraps up another episode of the Sunshine Girl podcast. I'm Jessica OS, your relationship coach, sending you off with a mind full of thoughts and a spirit ignited with power. Remember, the light you carry within can illuminate the darkest paths. Keep shining, stay connected, spread joy wherever you go. Until next time, keep your sunshine glowing.